watch out, Shane Dawson. About to write a diss track about you. Mary gets it. Hey, 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 welcome to the show. Welcome to Mary Gets It, a.k.a. Mary Jets It, a.k.a. Our Show. I'm very happy you're here, and I have so many things I would love to talk about with you. So let's get started. <laughs> First and foremost, I love you. Um, <laughs> second and second most... <laughs> Who else is watching the amazing Shane Dawson series about Jake Paul? It's fascinating. Honestly, like, <laughs> I'm finding myself, like, obsessed. I've, I've watched uh, all everything he's put up. And then, of course, in the YouTube recommended, ends up being, like, all the videos from all the people that he talks about in interviews and all these other... Oh my gosh, there's so much going on. So if you haven't seen it yet... Okay. Jake Paul and Logan Paul are the brothers who are extremely, extremely well-known, making a lot of money off YouTube. And they do lots of, like, pranks and just wild, like savage stuff <laughs> and it's uh it's fascinating let's just say mary is fascinated <laughs> i i just actually find it fascinating when anyone gains a very high level of fame pretty much like that that alone will fascinate me because fame itself is it boggles the mind. How does one person become famous over another person when maybe, you know, they're very similar, they have the same level of talent or what have you, even even if you have the same level of connections, you know, even if there are two people on the same TV show and they're both great, one of them is going to have more fans than the other and then you know it's not even necessarily about fans just about people talk buzz about people talking about a person and uh I've been to enough industry sit downs over at SAG-AFTRA where they they even say you know they ha they have admitted that in casting now it's more important <laughs> a lot of a lot of the time it's a more important how many followers followers you have uh versus you know how talented you are or how great you were in the auditions and that that's what it's about now you know like that's there's no denying it it's about how many eyeballs can you bring us and because we just want to get the ratings, you know, it's about the views, think of the views. And so what is it about someone that makes them more viewable than someone else? I've, I've been thinking about this my whole life, obviously, <laughs> you know, I've wanted to be famous my whole life. I've wanted to be in the spotlight. Mostly it's for me, 
it's about i i love performing performing is my thing i like right now even though we're just hanging out and chatting i feel that that performance glow around me you know and it's uh, it feels good and i love it <laughs> and i love you for watching and helping me live my dream <laughs> because if you weren't watching then this would be really sad <laughs> just be me sitting in my room talking to myself <laughs> tear <laughs> but obviously if when i'm gonna say when when i reach that certain level of success where i know i where i'm making money enough money to live on through acting or podcasting or music or live comedy or what whatever it ends up being where I don't have to have a day job that that's the goal like that's the number one goal is make enough money doing what I love to not have to do something else in order to be doing what I love because right now uh, I'm going to be honest with you, you know, I'm not making any money from podcasting or any of my uh, videos that I put up. YouTube actually has gotten very strict about the number of, um, I don't know everything all about it, but I do know that some of my friends who were making money off YouTube videos are no longer making money because they weren't um, performing at a, such a super duper high level. So I'm just doing this because I love it. And I'm working at the restaurant so that I can afford rent and food and <laughs> Bruce's medications and my amazing keyboard uh well actually my mom bought me this keyboard <laughs> thanks mom <laughs> my guitar um you know all of this uh, mic stands and microphones and cables you know it all adds up and the goal is to become famous so that i have enough money that i can buy all this stuff keep upgrading my equipment keep putting out content cr creating I want to be able to create every day and the reality of my personal situation is working at the restaurant is extremely physically taxing. I, I come home just exhausted. My muscles are achy and sore almost every day. And thank you, Ryan, for the awesome massage yesterday. It really helped. I really needed it. <laughs> I feel so much better. I really, I just like... There are some acting jobs where y you do a, a certain amount of, you know, you use a lot of your <laughs> physicality and, you know, you might be running or things like that. But you get to, like, take good breaks in between and you, you have a large support staff. You have people, like, give you water and, and you have snacks. At the restaurant, it's not that. You really don't even get a break. Like, there is not really... Su such thing as a break at a restaurant you're just running if, if it's busy and especially lately has been so crazy busy because they've cut down the staff so much to save money and so we're just like running just, just constantly just running sweat dripping down and then of course you know 
uh, a famous person walks in and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want them to see me like this. Like, this is horrible. I can't even breathe. I'm so thirsty. I feel like I'm going to pass out. I haven't even had a chance to have a sip of water because that's what it's like. It's, I have nightmares about it, actually, like of just too many people coming in and coming in and I can't keep up. And it it's a reality. It's not just a nightmare. So <laughs> I'm grateful to have a job. I'm grateful to have money coming in. But please, God, can I just make money doing entertainment? <laughs> anyway, back to Shane Dawson, Jake Paul, Logan Paul etc. So the the whole thing is about Shane trying to figure out if Jake Paul is a sociopath, which is another very interesting thing to talk about. Because as they said in one of the videos, one in 25 people are sociopaths. Now, I watched a really interesting video where a lovely lady was talking about what it's like to have anti-social personality disorder and it was very eye-opening and it it really made me think like you know it's not it's not something to be so afraid of like, I love Shane Dawson so much. He's so cute and obviously wildly talented and smart and cool and all that jazz. I love watching him. I just have to say, like, in in the videos, like, he's so funny because he's always like, oh, like, his faces are so funny. Like, he's so melodramatically, like, scared of anything about... um sociopaths it seems and he's like oh that just gave me the chills it gave me the chills <laughs> oh my gosh I really d like Shane you are awesome and I love you and I hope we can be friends <laughs> um but uh the more I think about it is like I'm sure I know a lot of sociopaths and from what I gained from the video of the gal, um, I wish I could remember her name. I can't think of it. Sorry. Hey. Um, I'm sure you can find it, though. It has a lot of views, so it, it will probably come right up if you search for it. I was just thinking, like, you know, it's not really something to be so afraid of. And I do, I, I really, I love Shane's, all his creepy videos because I I have as we have discussed like creepy things and I like to be creeped out and I love conspiracy theories and just like anything about aliens it's all very interesting to me and so I I enjoy it and the editing is always fantastic on Shane's videos he and Andrew do that and it's it's really cool but um well I think that we've pretty much said that um, Jake is not a sociopath, I think is kind of what we're leaning toward. I don't think it's been specifically stated. As Of course, then Logan put up a video where he was talking about how 
it's a spectrum and uh, there are sociopathic tendencies. And then I think someone commented like, are you coming out as a sociopath? Like, um, I think, I think he's onto something because everything is a spectrum, right? I mean, definitely sexuality is a spectrum for sure. Gender identity is a spectrum. I definitely have a lot of uh, what would be seen as male traits and and then also a lot of girly things. Oh, by the way, I just did my nails. As we've discussed, I love to have happy nails. And this was, oh, shoot, I put it away. I was going to show you. <laughs> it was such, a, uh, okay, you know what? We'll come back to the Shane business because I have to talk about the bridal shower that I went to on Saturday for Ryan's Aunt Catherine. Yay! I'm so excited for her and Fernando. They are tying the knot in November. And he's such a cool, chill dude. Ryan and the boys went out and did some stuff. And me and the girls, including Ryan's mom and his grandma, who we call Mita, <laughs> We all did girly stuff and it was so fun and so cute. And they did such a beautiful job. This is one of, I'm showing on the video, one of the centerpieces. So beautiful. I won this and I won a beautiful picture frame, which Catherine was like, you have to put a picture of me in it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So we took a picture and I, now I'm just going to go get it printed and put it in there. And that, oh my gosh. I won that prize. <laughs> I won for this game we played where it's hard to describe, but we tied uh, a pair of pantyhose around our waist and there was an apple at the foot of one of the legs of the pantyhose. And then we had limes on the ground and we had to, without using our hands, we had to maneuver like our hips move our hips so that the apple moved the lime and then um Catherine was like the end zone and so uh I guess uh I'm good with my hips Catherine was like I'm not even gonna ask <laughs> oh man it was so much fun and I I mostly got to hang out with Ryan's mom and grandma and so that was super duper fun and it was a beautiful day and a wild night and I'm really honored that I was invited and I got to I really feel like part of the family and that makes me very happy so thank you so much and I love you all and um, shout out to Michelle and Fernando's mom for putting it together and doing such an amazing job. Yay! Oh, so beautiful and lovely and awesome. <laughs> so, back to... Da, 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 da. Shane, Jake, Logan. If you are unfamiliar with any of these people, I do recommend just just check out one of Shane's videos about all this because 
it's so interesting. <laughs> I I didn't know all that much about them before, but he really delves in. He goes to Jake's house, his Team Ten house, and which Team Ten, I, I guess, has it has been revealed that he sort of is like their manager or something it seems he has them sign contracts and then he takes a percentage of their earnings which you know that happens every day in LA there's nothing shocking about that every manager takes a percentage every agent takes a percentage that's totally normal so I'm not really sure why some people are acting all weird about it like he is getting them uh, deals, followings, whatever he's doing. So I don't know. Obviously, I'm not in it, so I can't speak too much about it. But, well, hey, let's get real. I used to be on a podcast called Langdon Nation years ago and I just thought of it right now because I was going to say something like you know all those people in team 10 they rely on Jake because he's the leader so you know I was kind of thinking in my head maybe they should just kind of go along with and do whatever he wants. But then I was like, wait a minute. No, what am I talking about in my head? <laughs> because when I was on Langdon Nation, yes, I'm super duper duper grateful to Langdon. He's an awesome guy. And he really, he did so much for that podcast. It was, the thing is, it was, it was really his podcast. Like he, we would all kind of like say it's our podcast, but it was his podcast and we were the supporting cast and crew. And obviously I left that podcast because the reason, I don't know if I ever really said it in public, but um, let's spill the tea. You know what? Why not? is because I, f I felt controlled. I felt uh, stifled. My, I, was, I was really getting into stand-up at that point and exploring different comedic styles. And I was listening to a lot of 10-minute podcasts <laughs> uh, with my buddies. Chris D'Elia, Brian Callen, and Will Sasso. And they had this whole thing of like ribbing on each other and like, you know, like roasting each other basically, which I really loved so much. And Corey and I, when we were in the Raging Peanuts, we were like that. You know, we made fun of each other all the time, like in life, you know, not just for cameras or whatever. It was how we showed each other love. And so we were bringing that more and more onto the podcast. And I got like, <laughs> right, it was actually right before we were about to record a show, 
I got like a sit down in front of everybody saying that I was being too mean to Corey. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I don't really think I was being that mean still to this day. I think I was I was just making fun of him, which, you know, he always makes fun of me and it's OK. And. Also, he's a big boy and he can handle himself. Like, did he really need to, like, <laughs> have someone step in and say that I was being mean? <sighs> but anyway, I'm not trying to start stir up old drama here, but it has a lot of relevance today because I, I needed to be out on my own doing my own show, which is what we're doing right now, our show. <laughs> now I, now I'm doing the, the Langdon thinks is our show, but it's really my show. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, what I'm trying to say is now that I just put that into perspective in my own head, I can see where the team 10 people probably did, didn't, feel like they should be part of that team anymore and you can definitely see both sides of it with anything really anything in the world you're gonna start somewhere and then you're gonna probably move on to something else that's just the way things work and definitely know you know where you came from or whatever like I I will always give props to Langdon. I, th I think he's such a cool dude. I'm so grateful he brought me back for the finale. You know, we put all that stuff behind us, and I was happy to be there. And I love you, Langdon, and I really hope that I haven't um, upset you <laughs> right now just by saying all that. Because I know that you were just doing what you felt was for the good of the show. You didn't want you. It was your show. That's the thing. You didn't want that negative, what you perceived as negativity, that negative, like that roasting humor. You didn't want that on your show. That just so happened to be what the Raging Peanuts were doing. And so I had to leave because that was what I, what I was working on at the time. And that was where my comedy was headed. My comedy has changed drastically. Like this was so many years ago. I don't know, seven years ago, like a very long time ago. And I don't do all that much roasting nowadays. Like, Ryan and I make fun of each other, but um, on stage and, and whatnot, it's more, my comedy is now more of just like a goofy, silly, like, and it's probably because I've gotten so much backlash about so many things over the years that, I'm like, well, geez, like, what can I do that people aren't going to freak out over? I guess just talk about something super silly that, you know, would be virtually impossible to offend. I have to say virtually because, of course, one person is going to be offended because <sighs> you can freaking, you know, talk about a frog opening a an ice cream shop and someone's going to be like that's offensive to frogs <laughs> but long story short 
I'm really happy to be doing Mary Gets It now. This feels right. And Langdon Nation is not on, on the air anymore. And so it's totally fine that I'm not on it anymore because it doesn't even exist anymore. Okay. Ah. <laughs> and now you know the inside gossip. And it's uh, it's all good. It's all good, man. Like, we're not all going to agree on. That's why so many times people in Hollywood leave shows over creative differences. Like, that's a thing. You know, you you have an idea of how you want something to go and someone else disagrees. And that's, oh, man, I feel like I could talk about this subject forever and ever. But instead, I'm going to just like sing a song because <laughs> I need a little break because that honestly, that made me feel a little weird talking about that. But that's my truth. And I spilled the tea.
Ooh, thank you so much. Ooh, I got the feels all over on that one. <laughs> oh my gosh. I forgot to talk about the awesome Halloween improv show we had last week with my talented team, Do You Breathe? It was put on by Sweet Dalai Lama. They are hilarious. Oh my gosh. They did what's called a bat where you turn off all the lights. And that's pretty cool. I That was the first time I had ever actually seen one. So I... Uh, yeah, I, I'm really uh, interested in learning different forms of improv. So if you know of any, please uh, leave a comment or something and let me know because, I mean, there's so many out there, of course. A Google search will prove that. But if there's one that you've seen or you've played, I would I would really love to, uh, you know, check it out. Do, 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 do. Check that out. <laughs> Our team did a whole Halloween theme. We are doing this new form where it's, we, we kind of call it three pods, but I don't know. That's not really its real name. Our coach, Mike Holly, made it up where you start and you do kind of like a little mini movie for like five minutes and then another little mini movie for five minutes and then another one that kind of brings back elements from the first two. And it's super, super fun and cool. We did, it was all Halloween themed, all spooky, started in a graveyard. <laughs> that was our suggestion. And, you know, we did like, my, my favorite part was we had, we were playing demons and we ended up doing a talent show in hell, which I just think like that could definitely be a sketch, you know, by itself. We could write that and put it on SNL, you know, <laughs> it was so funny. And the devil was really concerned about the budget. Like there's a budget in hell. I love any kind of juxtaposed things like that. Like there obviously there's no budget in hell, like, but like the fact that Alexandra came up with that, put those two together. That was so funny. And Nairi came up with the Hell Talent Show. And I, I love my team. We are, we are awesome. And we work really well together. And Michael Brewer, oh my gosh, you're my dude, you know? Brewer and I took our first class together like, I don't know, four, five, I think four or five years ago or something. And... Yeah, uh, we were in practice the other day and I had an idea of something I wanted to do, but then it just didn't work out for whatever reason. And then like a couple scenes later, he did the same idea, which was like a murder gang. Like, let's join a murder gang. You know, it was Halloween themed. We were practicing Halloween themed before the show. And I was just like, yeah, we got that. You know, it's, uh, our minds are on the same wavelength. So I really... I look forward to working with you for many, many more years. Oh, and Brewer lent me Steve Martin's book, Born Standing Up, which is one of the best books I've ever read. So huge, 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 huge thanks to Brewer. And I recommend that book to everyone. And it's, wow, the time has flown by. It's already been 32 minutes. So, hey, uh... Thanks for hanging out with me. I love you. <laughs> I 
feel really good about this episode, even though I'm a little nervous that I spilled so much tea. <laughs> but it's okay. It's part of exposing your truth is what gets views. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to say, like, I do, I, I appreciate that I can be real with you and I can tell you, you know, the non-glamorous parts of my life and how I work at a restaurant and that's not something that I freely admit all the time <laughs> and I am I'm trying guys <laughs> no. I'm working really hard and I know you're working really hard and I applaud everything that you're doing as well as long as maybe you're not killing people I'm not gonna applaud that <laughs> so Hey, uh, well, let's uh, improvise a little ditty together. Remember that word, ditty? It means song. <laughs> I'm just going to drink a little of the tea that I didn't spill. <laughs> mm. That's that chai tea, yo. Oh, yeah, that's that chai. Oh, I had a pumpkin spice chai the other day because I was working a double shift and I was like, I need it. Thanks, Aunt Sue, by the way. <laughs> So good. Ooh, I know. Let's put on a drum track. <laughs> do, do, do. Ooh, yeah. Let's all go to the bridal shower. some toilet paper to make a dress we really did that and it was so cute even though it was a hot hot mess i wanna be a famous creator so Oh, Shane, you think you're so clever and cute, but I'm on to you. You suck us all in with your cool editing and cute face and... Okay, you win. I can't really diss you, Shane Dawson, because you're great. And Langdon would probably get mad at me if I started dissing you anyway. <laughs> Cause I'm trying to be a silly fun comedian who is one of the demons in the talent show in hell. Yell, yell, yellow. Um, it's me, I'm the demon from the uh, hell talent show. And um, well, I put my video on YouTube and it didn't get very many views. Boo hoo 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 I would really rather be tortured in hell than tortured on YouTube by having no views. 
no views, no views, no views, no views. Ooh, 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 ooh. It's a fate worse than the devil cutting your budget. so dumb i love dumb things <laughs> thanks for hanging out with me i'm gonna put my referral link for inbox dollars so we can all make a little extra cash because christmas and hanukkah are coming up so we need to uh save up some money so we can buy a bunch of presents for ourselves <laughs> for everybody okay I'm going to go watch some more of Shane Dawson's videos now since this has just been one big long advertisement for how great he is. <laughs> I love you so much. Thanks for hanging out with me and we will definitely be talking again very soon because I have a lot to say. <laughs>